Hello everybody, I'm Travis, and welcome to LaRon's Rebuttal. Let's get it. Hello, thanks to everyone that took time out of their busy day to be here with us. You're greatly appreciated. Our topic for today is five-year-old Logan's tragedy. This story begins in the small town of Sarn, Bridgen, and Wells, with a population of approximately 2,443 people. On the morning of July 31st, 2021, there was a call made to 911 by a hysterical woman saying that a five-year-old son was missing. But where things really started to take a turn and get real interesting on that 911 call was when the lady, also identified as Miss Angrod, started saying that there was a woman who had a grudge against her. So she believed that the woman may be involved in her five-year-old son, Logan Wangai, disappearance. Miss Angrod was eventually identified. The behavior came across as being a little bit odd to the operator. The police finally arrived and began their investigation. Soon after, five-year-old Logan's body was found in a nearby river a few hundred feet away from Logan's home. Logan was still wearing his pajamas. Miss Angerod, Logan's mother, claimed that she was asleep that night when Logan disappeared and did not hear anything. Well, upon further investigation by the police, they found home security video that proved she knew exactly what was going on the night that Logan disappeared. The video showed that Logan's mother was awake when her boyfriend, Logan's stepfather, Cole, and a 14-year-old minor leaving the house in the early morning hours on July 31, 2021, carrying little Logan's body. The video also showed them both walking along the riverside where Logan's body would eventually be found before returning back to the house. Soon after returning back to the house, they were seen leaving again, allegedly to go dump Logan's pajama top. The mother, Miss Angerod, the stepfather, Cole, and the 14-year-old minor were arrested and are now on trial. So far during this trial, a multitude of information surrounding the death of Logan has begun to come out. The 14-year-old defendant has accused the stepfather, Cole, of punching little Logan in the stomach twice. It has also been discovered that Logan was treated like a prisoner during the last days leading up to his death. Logan was isolated in his room, and a dog gate was placed at the front door of his room. Logan was also trained to face the wall whenever someone entered his room. The pathologist, Dr. John Williamson, noted that five-year-old Logan's body was covered in bruises, including his scalp and tongue. Logan suffered a catalog of horrific injuries, as well as trauma to his internal organs and brain, which ties into the 14-year-old defendant's allegation that Logan's stepfather punched him in his stomach twice. Logan also had 56 external injuries to his head, face, torso, arms, and legs from blunt force trauma. Logan also had 
catastrophic injuries to his abdomen, including a tear in his liver and a rip in his bowel, possibly caused by punches to his fragile stomach. A fractured collarbone was also discovered during autopsy that appeared to happen a few weeks before Logan's death. The prosecutor stated that all of Logan's injuries were consistent with infliction by kicks, blows, and impact weapons. So one may think, what worse could have happened to Logan? Well, here it is. Logan was discovered to have lived for several hours with all these injuries before finally passing away. So I have to ask myself, after reviewing this case, what type of people, what type of supposed family members was Logan's mother and his stepfather? The 14-year-old minor, I really don't know how he fits in or where he came from, but he obviously had some sort of association with Logan's stepfather, Cole. But as a parent, I know that my job is to protect my family, first and foremost. I know that my job is to be there for my children. I'm not here to harm my children. I'm not here to make my children suffer. I'm not here to murder my kids. But in this particular situation, thus far during this trial, it's showing that Logan's mother is involved. It's showing that Logan's stepdad is involved. It's showing that this 14-year-old minor is involved. What type of people, what kind of mind would be involved in the mutilation of a five-year-old, in the beating death of a five-year-old, in slowly murdering a five-year-old. This five-year-old child was abused for a long period of time. This wasn't an isolated incident. This is not something that happened all of a sudden. His injuries are showing to be long-term injuries. The autopsy has been proving that little Logan was abused over a long period of time. His collarbone was broken several weeks before he actually died. What type of people would do this to a child? What was the driving force behind their behavior in harming this child? Logan's mother, she carried Logan for nine months. She made the decision to bring Logan into this world. Logan didn't sit down and bargain with her and they came to some sort of agreement about him being born. Logan had nothing to do with this. Logan was brought into this world. Logan was placed with his family by genetics, by birthright. He didn't choose them to be his family. So why would you do this to a child? Why would you as a mother that should have the most ultimate bond with a child, allow this to happen to your child and even partake in this type of behavior towards your child. Logan was just five years old. He was defenseless. I'm sure he barely even knew right from wrong, but I know he knew that the person that he loved, he knew that the person that was supposed to protect him was involved in the slowly killing of him. That's a very sad situation. 
I can only imagine what little Logan was feeling going through this long-term abuse, massive abuse, liver being torn abuse, bowels being ripped kind of abuse, being hit with objects allegedly, being kicked allegedly, being punched allegedly. This is a five-year-old little boy, five years old defenseless, can't do anything for himself, really can't tell anyone. He's so young. Who could he tell? Who could he trust? You made this child stay in the room. You isolated him from you and any other members of your family. You trained him to stand against the wall when someone entered his room. That's mental anguish. That was horrible for that five-year-old child to have to experience. And the thing about it is, he experienced abuse. He experienced torture all the way up until his last day on this earth when his body finally gave way, when he couldn't take it any longer. He finally died. And being that wasn't bad enough, you allowed him to slowly die. You allowed him to suffer. Because testimony from the pathologist states that he was alive several hours before he finally died. So you obviously watched this child suffer for the last few hours of his life. You didn't even think about calling for help. You didn't even think about taking him to a hospital to possibly save his life because you didn't care if he lived or he died. Because if you did, you wouldn't have done the things that you did to this poor defenseless five-year-old. As this trial continues, more and more of the truth is coming out. And I'm so thankful for that. Everybody is telling on everybody. And I'm even more thankful for that. I hope and pray at the end of the day, neither one of you ever see the light of day again. I hope and pray that your last days are spent in a cage locked up like you tried to do little Logan. I hope your last days are spent isolated in solitary confinement from everyone else like you did little Logan. That's what my hope is. That's what my prayer is for you three animals that savagely took this five-year-old's life. We're going to end it right there. I'll be staying on top of this trial and I hope Logan finally gets his justice. Thanks to all of you that took time out to be with us today. God bless.